Brought to you by Feitner Productions. From the Beyond Unreasonable Doubt Studios, in association with Feitner Productions, it's Laying Down the Law! With your host, Billy DeClerc. Hey, that's me. Yeah, that's right, Billy. That's you. <sighs> Featuring Chris Compton, Stephen C. James, and Han Summers live at the Lyric Hyperion. Featuring the Ledge Theater. Only a madman would dare to bring these people together to build a world of law and order, only to tear it apart with laughter. That madman is attorney Billy DeClerc. The result is a podcast blasted to the farthest reaches of the internet. That podcast is this one. And it starts right now. Podcast laying down the law. But first, you in the second balcony. Can you hear me okay? Thumbs up. Fantastic. Please don't all applaud at once. Thank you so much. Welcome to Laying Down the Law, Earmark Edition, the law and comedy podcasted, hosted by me, Billy DeClerc. Let's welcome our guest today. First, he's the other half of the comedy duo Landry and Summers. He was also the co-founder and company member with Sean Landry of We Be Negroes and host of the Seniors Improv Comedy. He's a graduate of Indiana University and the Players Workshop of Second City. And he's one of the allies of the Ledge Theater. He is Hans Summers! That almost sounded impressive. <laughs> is your microphone on? Yes, it's yours. Fantastic. No, I don't know. Is my microphone on? It is. Fantastic. <laughs> Next, he's an actor, storyteller, writer, and director who escaped the great state of Texas, moving to L.A. to pursue a career in comedy and free verse poetry, where he has become a reluctant hero running a drama program at a middle school, which was featured on the Moth Storytelling Podcast. He's performed at Second City L.A. with the really awesome improv show and with Tuskegee Experiment. He's written for the TV show 26 Miles, played... The Dude in Pumpkin Patch and performs on the Super Legit Podcast. He's co-founder of the comedy duo Nerdvana that's performed at countless clubs and venues throughout the USA. <laughs> Please welcome the multi-talented Mr. Stephen C. James. Yeah. You know you're a narcissist when you got a page turning in <laughs> And finally, my third guest is an actor, writer, improviser, and all-around do-gooder. Listen close, and you'll hear him in movies like The Blind Side, Marmaduke, and The Mechanic, or on TV shows like Pretty Little Liars, Cougar Town, and Victorious. As an improviser, he's toured the world with Second City's Boat Co. and can currently be seen with Nerdvana, the two-man improv and sketch show that is performed in Los Angeles and right here at the Lyric Hyperion in lovely Silver Lake, California, just about five minutes ago, around the country for over a decade. He is the one and only, well, probably not the one and only, but he's the one and only here tonight, Chris Compton. <laughs> and now a short break to hear from our commercial sponsors. 
Insert advertisement here. Thank you so much to the sponsor. We appreciate <laughs> We really appreciate your support. Now, folks, get out there and support that product and or service. Use the promo code, if applicable. Not available in all areas. Some restrictions may apply. Batteries not included. Enlarged to show texture. Ask your doctor about serious side effects. And who's ready for some legal edutainment? We are. Oh, oh, please, oh. please. All right, okay. So, the deal is that I'm going to read a case. I'm going to give you the facts, and feel free to interrupt me at any time and ask questions. This is Hoover versus Sun Oil Company. Herbert Hoover? Uh, it is not Herbert Hoover. Oh, okay. Okay. 1962. We said any time. <laughs> 1965. The case commenced on August 16th, 1962, a warm summer, summer day in Delaware um, at a service station operated by one James F. Barone. A fire started at the rear of Mr. Hoover's car, where it was being filled with gasoline, started uh, being serviced by one Mr. Smilek, John Smilek, who was an employee of Barone. That I've got a question already. How do you start a fire while filling up someone's gas tank? Uh, How hard do you have to be cramming that hose in there while smoking your 1962 Exactly, cigarettes? there you go. Like, there to you just go. start a fire while yeah. gassing up someone's car. Yeah. Well, you know, it's a great thing about law school is we don't know how the fire started, nor do we know how serious the injuries were, because it's not the legal issue here in the case. Oh, so it's almost like you're intimating that there's some sort of stereotype of lawyers maybe not caring about the actual people. It's actually not a stereotype. <laughs> oh, okay. yeah, no, that's actually right. true. No, that's actually true. Just caring about the property. That's Just right. caring about the yeah. property. So the plaintiffs, Mr. Hoover, had serious enough injuries that he sued Barone, the owner of the station manager, Mr. Smilek, the uh, fire-starting service station attendee, and Sun Oil Company, the Deep Pockets, which owned the service station. Now, Sun wanted to get out of the case, claiming that it was not the owner of the service station. So the, the question that's presented in this case is whether Sun was the owner enough that it could be responsible for the injuries to Mr. Hoover. So here are the facts that uh, are relevant. First, the service station was owned by Sun Oil Company, but it was operated by Mr. Barone. Sort of like the Lyric Hyperion. Yeah. Right? Mm -hmm. Which is owned by Sun Oil Company. It yes. is owned by Sun Oil Company. <laughs> en enjoy the complimentary cups of Sun Oil on all right. of your yes. <laughs> Delicious. <laughs> Try it neat. Yeah. Uh, they had a dealer and lease agreement, sort of like a, sort of like a franchise operation, franchise, yeah. like a Subway or a, or a Baskin Robbins, mm. um, where they, uh, Barone had started running this, the service station two years ago. So Sun Oil owned the dirt, the ground underneath. They leased it to Barone. And uh, Barone had gone to Sun School, which apparently involved some kind of a model service station where he was trained on all the Sun products. And he got a Sun service degree and... Did it have a garage in which you pressed a button and then the car would roll all the way down? It did. And then the people didn't have legs and you put them inside oh, of it. Okay. Right. So they wobble, but they wouldn't fall down. Exactly. Okay. Yeah. It's kind of like Hamburger U, where you learn about McDonald's. Yeah, that's exactly, okay. exactly like that. I'm also curious how your parents react when you tell them, hey, I'm going to college. Kind of. I'm going to Sun University. <laughs> you know, you said I'd never amount to anything, but I'm going to college to learn how to be a gas station attendant. Honey, yeah. does, does the Sun stand for something? Is that an abbreviation? Nope, just Sun. Ah, see, so that means the University of Phoenix used to be less reputable? That's right. Okay. Well, see, the reason it's called Sun Oil Company is it all starts from the Sun. See, millions of years ago, 
I, I assume that this is going to be cut out of the podcast for editing. Yeah. As you go into the history of how petroleum is made from beginning to end. But let's let the audience know that he did go for another 25 minutes yeah. from yeah. the Big Bang Daddy, all tell the me way about the dinosaurs that died and got compressed under the ground and became oil. Well, it wasn't really the dinosaurs. It was the sure. plants. Yeah, oh, it was the plants, okay. That was the most of the oil. I see. Uh-huh. It wasn't dinosaurs. Not at all. I always thought it was dinosaurs. It wasn't. I thought they got compressed between the rocks. No, it's clear been to me. <laughs> <laughs> so he was a, Barone was allowed to sell other products. He didn't just have to sell Sun Oil products, but his um, employees wore a uniform that had a little Sun logo on it. Um, he also had someone who came by every single week, and his name was Robert B. Peterson, who came by every week to supervise, inspect the restrooms, and uh, try and sell more Sun products. That pause made it sound like you made up the most boring fake name possible. <laughs> yeah, that was... Um, His name was <laughs> Robert B. Peterson. <laughs> Is your refrigerator running? <laughs> there with his wife, notes microphone. <laughs> yep, uh, that's right. Uh, Robert B. Peterson is not the name, not his real name. Uh, it is. Um, He's telling us lots of lies. <laughs> I.P. Freely is his real name. Um, so, Mr. Pe- Mr. Peterson would inspect the restrooms, discuss customer complaints, and make suggestions to improve sales. And he would advise Mr. Barone on operations. Now, very important. The court lets us know <clears throat> Mr. Barone did not need to follow Mr. Peterson's advice necessarily. They were just suggestions. Um, I'm very glad that you're saying this because there's a word that I've been wanting to get into the lexicon, and that is job legation. Yeah. It's when yeah. at work they're like, hey, you don't have to attend this meeting, mm. but you know i got to attend that meeting. Yeah. If I'm yeah. not at that meeting, yeah. everybody's going to be like, hey, why weren't you at that voluntary meeting that you should have been at? Right. Yeah. yeah, absolutely. Completely voluntary. Also the ping pong, right? Oh, yeah. yeah. Always the absolutely. Um, so he's not required to follow the advice. He set his own hours. And in the um, agreements between them, he assumed the risk of loss, and he was the one that was responsible to uh, supervise the employees. So the question is, uh, Sun asks to get taken out of the case. It's not our responsibility. We don't own the property. We don't run it. We're not responsible. Um, So just a quick uh, survey. Do you think Sun got out of the case, or do you think Sun was found liable? Well, let's see now. Okay, now, Sun owns the land, right? Correct. Okay, and the building that has a Sun sign is on the land that Sun owns. That's right. They did have a large, a large advertising sign like, um, like service stations today, and there was also classified ads taken out that said it was a Sun service station. And each, and each of their employees are tattooed with Sun oil, right? On their uniforms, that's <laughs> exactly. right. Exactly. Yeah. And, and the logo does say... Son, we own this gas station, right? It does, yes, okay, exactly yeah, yeah. that. So I'd say, yeah, yeah, Son's responsible. Uh, okay, I'm, I'm going to be very unpopular then because I don't think they're responsible because it's not like part of their employee manual was like, on Thursdays, it's free fire day. Go ahead and cram as many lit cigarettes into the back of, a, of an old of a Hoover car as you can. I, I think just because you hire an asshole does not mean you're necessarily 100% responsible for that asshole, and I deeply apologize to the family of the gas station attendant, who <laughs> I just completely besmirched by calling an asshole. I'm well, so sorry. But wait a minute, the, 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 the uh, owner of the gas station hired the asshole. Isn't he responsible for the people he hires? Yeah, but that's like putting son like four or five things down the line. But son sold the gas station to this guy. Yeah, but they didn't know that he was going to hire an asshole. 
It's a gas station. I mean, yes, gas stations are commonly populated with assholes. There you go. Chris, what do you think? Uh, I'm going to go strategic and bet one dollar. <laughs> <laughs> well, go ahead and spin the wheel. All right. Come on. No sun gas station attendance. Although I, I will admit I might be wrong because maybe this case is why there are no Sun Oil stations today. <laughs> <laughs> like, this was the last thing Sun did. They were like, we can get out of this. And the guy who got his car set on fire, Hoover, was like, no, I'm going to go ahead and call my lawyer, Jonathan Exxon, and we're going <laughs> to And the answer is, Stephen is the winner. That is correct. Yay! Sun Oil is not responsible in any way. Oh. I thought I had to. I'm a lawyer now, Mom! <laughs> Due to principles of law in this business association's book, of which I've told you nothing. <laughs> and you guys didn't hear it when he cut away, but he did go back and re-explain how oil is made. <laughs> yes. Twice. So accurate. So accurate. So and there detailed. was dinosaurs involved. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> one, of them, one of them did say, it's a living. Uh, <laughs> I just wanted to thank you so much for giving me a ride. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. No way. Hey, I'm just going to uh, drop you up here. Is that all right? Oh, no. That, yeah, that's perfectly fine. Um, yeah, just you can pull up right here, and I'll hop out. All right. Um, oh, uh, just one more thing. Yeah. Um, I'm going to just pop in there. Yeah. It'd be great if you could wait for me. Sure. Actually, just be a couple minutes. If okay. you can give me a ride afterwards. I'm just going to pop in. I'm just going to, uh, you know, spray a little uh, this roll on, spray on deodorant. Over the cameras, I'm just gonna pull down the balaclava that I've got. I'm just gonna ask the cashiers, give me any money you've got, or else, you know, I'll snap your neck or use this knife. Okay. And then I'll come back out here with some money, and then we'll just head home. I'm thinking like three minutes tops. If it runs the way my plan said, I should be out in 2.30. So, I'm not an attorney, <laughs> but what you just described sounds like a robbery. Oh, man. <laughs> Come on. Hey, Paul, he looks funny, too. Sweetheart, you're leaning way over the seat. Listen, I'm, I thank you so much. You're fascinating. I had never seen anybody just like you. I also That's a pretty shirt you got on, too. Thank you. It's silk. It's to distract the camera. Ah. I've got a plain work shirt it's on It's silky. Underneath. Thank you. Your daughter's really handsy. <laughs> we prefer the term hands forward. Okay. Um, but I mean, it's not a robbery, all right? What I'm doing is I'm aggressively redistributing wealth, all right? We don't need these banks and these oil fat cats holding on to all the money. I'm going in there and I'm being a modern day Robin Hood. I'm stealing from the rich and giving to the me. <laughs> so I... I, I got to say, you make a very convincing case. So I tell you what I'm going to do. I'm going to leave the car here. Okay. I'm going to leave it running. I'm going to suggest you put some of the money in my trunk. <laughs> and that way, I will not be abetting your robbery because you are free to not put the money in my trunk. <laughs> I enjoy your suggestion. I take a good note. And I will also say, maybe because of that great idea of you leaving the trunk open, I'll maybe leave a little extra, because I got a pretty good feeling that Cheryl in the back is going to need some help paying for college. <laughs> pa, can I stay and watch him shoot somebody? I will suggest mm -hmm. that you climb up in the sunroof 
and lean forward, record it on your phone, and then we will sell the footage to someone who will put it on YouTube. All right. But you can make your own choice. All right. I speak more slowly when I'm being deceptive. <laughs> hey, can you do me a favor? I really appreciate it. She didn't record it. I mean, I'm not wearing the balaclava yet. Okay. Is that an order? Um, that will work for you. That, that's true. All right. I, I may be taking money from you to do a service, but I don't work for you. That's right. My dad just gave you a ride. You should be grateful. Cheryl, could you please stop licking my ear? Sorry. Okay. You got hair in it. Um, mm. She is right. You do have hair in the ear. And it is now slicked back. So I'm just going to go in there, and I'm going to come right back. Okay? okay. All right. All right. So uh, wait here, okay? Cars waiting right here. All right. Car door noise. Well, I'm happy to be of service, sir. Here, take this entire bag of money. I uh, don't need it at all. Thank you. I'm sorry I was mumbling at you so much. I apologize. It's all right. I, I got really period. nervous, and I got, like, lockjaw. It was crazy. No, I saw you two talking out the other. It happened last week, too. These very loquacious robbers having an elaborate plan, and they come in, and I keep an extra bag of money for you right here. You oh. see, I value my livelihood much more than my money. Well, I mean, your name's not on the bank, right? It's not. All right, I'm going to head out to uh, what is essentially a getaway Uber at this point. Shoot but him! Shoot him! I want no, more likes! No, no, Shoot him! Hey, hey, Cheryl, stop it! This guy's really nice. Oh, is that your daughter? She's oh, adorable. Oh, God, no. She's, I mean, no. I mean, um, that was rude. I'm, I'm right here. Does she I can need hear a what job? I'm so sorry. What I mean is I don't have children. I don't want children. This I'm getting really open with you. I'm sorry. Can I? No, it's all can right. I get open with you? you? I don't think I'm ready more. for the, kids. The I mean, look at what I'm doing with my life. How long did you tell them? Two and a half to three. You'll be in here. Oh Christ! I gotta go. Thank you so much. Oh no! I'd like to. You, you know what? Can, this is for you. Oh no! I this you, is I for you. I really appreciate that. No, That's really no. Generous and this one. Hey, what? This one's got a dye pack. This oh, is definitely for you. This is definitely ruined. But at least my logo is okay. Boy, is your face red. Oh God! Oh God! I'm so sorry. Oh no! Okay, we should go a lot. In this episode, we should go a lot faster. Hold on. Are, 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 are you done recording? No, I Wait a minute. remember you gotta hold one minute, and everybody gotta be quiet so we get room tone. I wanna identify too. Uh, no, no, I, Cheryl, please don't aim that okay. in my face. I strongly suggest that we go ahead and move along and get get back to okay. my my, as my long safe as house. As long as it's not an order. It's not an order. It's just a, a polite Excuse request. Excuse me, gentlemen. You've been parked here for more than 15 minutes. Oh. oh uh, and the um, meter's expired. Um, here. I, I, I'm thinking about writing you a ticket. Oh, please. You know what? Uh, let me pay uh, for the meter with this stack of $100 bills. Oh, I'll just change this into quarters. I'll oh, right God back. damn it. What have I done? We're going to be here forever. Oh, man. Wait, wait. We just don't have to wait for the change. I feel so stupid. Let's just go. Let's All just right. go. All right. Like faster though. I mean, like, like it, like I mean, it's not a getaway. It's I, I don't mean to tell you how to drive, it's but you have Volt. Daddy likes it to moves cruise. At the speed of electricity, Thank you, which Cheryl. is surprisingly slow. Daddy likes to cruise. Yeah, please stop rubbing my shoulders when you say the word cruise every time. <laughs> but I, it's silky, and uh, you are tense. Uh, yes, I'm very tense. I would like to get to my safe house, please. All right. Boo! God damn it. Boo! I'm not trying to pull over. I've just run out of battery. <laughs> Hello. Um, 
I'm just wondering if you could show me directions. You see, I found that in America, if I just make a little siren type noise, people will give me directions. Do you know which way it is to the, the near, near service station? Well, you are the most adorable cockney boot black I've seen in the last day. <laughs> are you holding a chimney broom? I am. <laughs> well, I just want to dance on down the road. Daddy, he's got no upper lip. <laughs> <laughs> so which direction should I go, gents? At this point, I'm going to say, that way to the skin graft. <laughs> Perfect, then. Cheerio. Wait. Be well. Not a second, is there a little chemistry going on between that Cockney blue pack and your daughter Cheryl? I think I, I see know. a couple of sparks there. I, I, I think something's on fire. <laughs> oh, oh, it's him. Oh, oh it's him. Oh, it's all okay. of a sudden. Hey. Oh, God. Oh, no. I didn't think I was going to die twice in this episode. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, a spoonful of sugar really helps the self-emoliation go down. <laughs> Edit. So, uh, look, I'm going to say, we at Sun Oil, we've done a lot of bad things, okay? Sure, we've taken over small countries, deposed dem democratically elected regimes, we polluted schools, Water. Don't forget about the copyright violation. Exactly, exactly. <laughs> we stole our business from Sun Records. That's right. Colonel Tom Parker almost beat the shit out of me in a, in a parking lot back there, which is ironic because of his name. That's right. That's right. And then that, what, what, what was that Phillips guy? He showed up. That's right. That's right. I almost had a real million-dollar quartet on my face. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, there you go. Yeah. Can I get another beer? But what I'm saying is, We've done a lot of bad things. Well, they weren't necessarily bad. Well, they were, what's the opposite of good? They were questionable. Exactly. Yeah, let's put it that exactly. way. Exactly. Questionable. Right. That's I got to right. say, like, four or five of those things were objectively bad. Oh, you mean like when we poured that, uh, that, that 10 gallons of oil into that giant tub of formula and then sold it to children? Yeah, that one was one of the ones I was thinking was objectively bad. Yeah, because we didn't make any money off it or anything. No, no. It was just no. general sociopathy. Well, I mean, we were just like, hey, can we get away with oily baby formula? Exactly. Turns out, you can. It it was, all you need it to was do just, is get really nice waivers in advance. It, it's true. But it was just questionable because the original ingredients said you should put in olive oil. We did not have the olive oil. So what did you say? Use motor oil. Use motor oil. It's and, oil. And to be honest. This formula was going to kill some babies already. Because they were making it with olive oil. And that is not a good way to make it. I'm not a parent, you understand. Because I'm not legally allowed to be that close to them. But, <laughs> but I, I, I think the formula was a problem to begin with. We really just kind of probably made it better. Yeah, I'd say that it was already a rocket ship to a shithole. We just put on a bigger engine. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. See, you know what? Maybe, maybe we're not good people. Right. Oh, definitely not good people. our very existence has made the world a worse place. My mm -hmm. mother always said I was a good person. That's true. That's true. And what happened to your mother? Yeah. My mother's dead. How'd she die? In a questionable way. Boy, I... <laughs> if, if I recall, she died murdering a bunch of other people. That's right. It was the rifle malfunction, for example. That's right. There was a, it was a water pistol that was filled with sun oil. That's right. It was an old Italian bolt-action water pistol 
filled with sun oil. Mm-hmm. And, and she was up, up, up in the, what was it, the, the Texas Water Pistol Depository Building. Yeah, and, yeah. The, and the people were trying to swim, and they couldn't swim, and they were sticking all together. And exactly. Mm-hmm. It, was the, it was the third worst thing to happen in 1962. It was your so, mom, yep. something I can't remember, and then this guy setting a car on fire. <laughs> Are you reminiscing about your mom? <laughs> yeah. That look on your face yeah. definitely said you were reminiscing yeah. about your mother murdering oh, a bunch oh, of well, people. She didn't intend to murder. She was cleaning the gun, and she accidentally shot it off 17 times. To be fair, that is manslaughtering people, not murdering people. That's exactly. Because exactly. intent is the core of the law. Exactly, exactly. She did not mean to murder those people. She did not even know who those people were. Exactly. She decided that oh, it accidentally shot 17 people. Is it really murder if you do it to strangers? No, it's not. See? It's not. Like Murder requires real knowledge. Right. Yeah, yeah. It's to be a personal thing. It's an intimate thing. Exactly. It's yeah. about friendship and love. Yeah. And That's right. Yeah, the at least as I so, interpret those words to be. Yeah. So, yeah. So, we we didn't know any of those thousands of people that lived downriver of that plant. Right. No, we so, didn't. we didn't murder anybody. Exactly. Right. And your mom, you know what? She suggested to the bullets they should leave the gun. She didn't tell. She didn't make him go. No. Nope. She just pointed a gun in a direction. You know what? Her fault. There was a person standing so close in front of him. She had absolutely no training with that gun. Exactly. You yeah. know who I think is the villain here? The gun and the oil. You know it's that old saying: people don't kill people, guns kill people. I think I got that backwards. That's right. That's, that's right. right. Yeah. Guns. Sun, kill, sun doesn't kill. Guns people. Guns don't kill people. Yeah. Right. People. But I think your mom is the case where, like, the gun clearly had it out for those people. Perhaps, perhaps the gun should have gone to jail. Not my mother. Now, you want your mother slope? to go to jail and sit in the chair where they put the little thing on her head and she just vibrates a lot? No, but you do not. Isn't that a slippery slope? Also, if we start convicting people who are guilty of murder, what's next? Convicting people who aren't guilty of murder? That's true. I don't think we can risk that no. kind of dangerous precedent. Also, I don't want to send us off on a tangent. But my mom had one of those chairs, and she really seemed to like it. Are you, are you, are you sure that wasn't a hairdryer? Yeah, that was a like an old-timey hairdryer. Oh, 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 I thought that was the one at no. the car wash. No, it's like the thing in. with, like, she called it a reduction. It, like, had a belt in the back, and she put it around. Well, this one had belts. Oh, 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 yeah, 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 yeah. What do you call those? A torture machine? No, I don't think it was a torture machine. Are you sure? Nah. Sometimes they put weird names on things. They call it maybe an ex... Uh, like, a bun machine? Uh, the person expander. Sometimes they call a rack and pinion, but it was a person expander. Is that what a rack and pinion is? I think so. Oh, man, I'm learning so much today. I had trouble with my rack and pinion last week. What did you do with it? Oh, well, no, it wasn't my rack and pinion in that way. It was actually my car's rack and pinion. Oh, okay. All right. I hit a hole. Threw it all out of whack. Well, did you uh, take it down to the company and see, like, if one of our fine sun oil mechanics could do anything? Well, part of it fell apart, so I'm still picking up the pieces at the moment. Oh, well, I tell you what, I know a guy. You take it in, he'll take, he'll take care of it for you. You got insured, right? Yeah, I got insurance, sure. And, and you like that insurance, it's probably better than the car, right? Uh, yeah. Then yeah. I know just the mechanic for you. Ooh. It's a nice car you got there. It would be a shame if something were to happen. I get hey. you. I get you. Yeah. Hey guys, I don't mean to you go off. You may not be able to see it, but he was touching his nose. Yeah. I uh, I don't want to go off on a tangent again, but I was just thinking, guys, what exactly is our ethnic background? 
that's a good question. Yeah. That's a good question. You know, because it's like, I'm not exactly sure. Like, like it doesn't feel like I, I have roots, really, you know? Yeah. I feel like kind of wobbling all over the place. Now, Does my it? background is known as vagabond European. Okay. Oh, okay. That's so right. I sort of wander across the west part of the, of the, and then the north part, and then the south part of Europe. That's true. You, you know what? My, my, uh, my, my mom was from somewhere in the mid-Atlantic, mm-hmm. and then my dad was a tiny dog who jumped up and down next to a bulldog and urged him to keep doing what he was doing. Oh, yeah, yeah. See, you see, I, my I, family... I don't think it really matters, because this is America. You yeah, know, it's a we, melting pot. We, 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 we are all equal unless you're of a certain color. Right, Everybody yeah. else is equal in this country. I mean, that's a hard truth, but a truth. It's true. I thought so. A really that's fucking hard truth. Right. I mean, as I'm saying that, I'm thinking, wow, this country's really out of whack. Yeah. yeah. No, I mean, like, look, if there's one thing I'm not, it's a racist. I may be a murderer. I may be uh, a person who steals money from young children. I may be someone who deposes democratically elected regimes. I may be someone who judges people based on their skin color, but I am not a racist. Yeah, and, and that, that stand he set up at the Klan meeting, that was simply a commercial venture to sell drinks. I thought it was a can meeting. <laughs> <laughs> hey, Mom. Uh, yes? Um, what is it, sweetie? Hey, uh, I was wondering... When's Dad getting home from work? Probably Tuesday. That seems like a long time. I can almost hear, like, his voice on the wind, you know, calling after me. And I miss Dad. Um, It's time for me to tell you a hard truth. Your father, he's not coming back. How? He was... Is it something... That you did? <laughs> yes. Oh. You see, he had a job. I mean, I could have called that. He had a job. I mean, there are a lot of times when I think, maybe I won't come home from school. That way I don't have to be around mom anymore. <laughs> Sometimes I feel the same way. Yeah. About me. Yeah. I get that, too. Yeah. Sometimes I can't stand to be in a room with my very own self. You know, because the other day, mom, I was like, hey, yeah? it's hard living with mom. Yeah. But at least I get to get away from her sometimes. I She's got to just be mom. <laughs> I am always me, 100% of the time. Yeah. Well, it's time to head on down to the gas station. Jump in the car with me. What do you say? <laughs> sure thing, mom. Okay. Um, hey, mom. I, y- Maybe yes. on the way home, could we, uh, could we stop by, like, the, the Burger Mart? No. <laughs> you see, this is what I'm talking about, right? We had like this moment where we could have bonded, we could have connected, like a little push, a little pull. No, just a flat no. Come on, mom. I'm coming with you to the gas station. Get a little for me on the back end. Well, I have to get something out of it. You're going to pump the gas, and that's something for me. Oh, so I wind up with hands reeking of petrol, and I don't even get the happy fun at the Burger Mart. That's true. I was attempting to make a persuasive argument, Mom, oh, very that persuasive. I should get the, bas- the be able to order the Happy Fun at the Burger Mart. Why? 
Because you, do you think, where does it say in the mom handbook that you're supposed to have joy as a child? <laughs> I'm pretty sure like page eight, they've amended it. <laughs> Not in my copy. Well, maybe you should get a copy from like the recent time since I was born because it feels like all the other kids at my school have joy all the time. Well, right? your friends at school don't have parents who are malignant narcissists. Yes, that is accurate. That's right. So maybe, Mom, since Dad's not coming back because he's been crushed by your overwhelming self-focus, maybe I could have a meal that isn't cooked by somebody who only eats kale leaves and also comes with a toy. That's a persuasive argument. Oh, thank God. I can tell by your face it's still a no. <laughs> You're right. God damn it. <laughs> I mean, it's a persuasive argument. I'm just not persuaded. Mom, what if, huh? What if, just once, you thought about, like, listen, we're pulling up to the gas station mm -hmm. now. Mm -hmm. What if, instead of focusing on yourself, you brought a smile to this fine gas station attendant who still works as a gas station attendant despite it being 2022? Well, I'll tell you what, I'm going to bring a smile to that gas station amendment, uh, attendant, but I'm just going to need you to run inside for two to three minutes, maybe two, a quick two and a half, oh. and I'll be here. Oh. Just a suggestion. Oh, okay, all right, sure, I'll, I'll run inside. Mom, do you want me to take that bag that says gas station equipment? No, take the one that says bag of money and oh. bring it back. Oh, okay, all right, sure thing, Mom. Hey, Mom, mm? it's hard. <clears throat> this is something I'm picking up in therapy at school. It's hard, mm -hmm. but I want you to know that I love you. That's Did you so get nice. that? We're going to put it on YouTube. <laughs> I got it. Oh, Dad, it's Cheryl from school. <laughs> Please stop touching me, Cheryl. My mom's here. Cheryl, do you want to come live with me? I don't know what's in it for me. Absolutely nothing. Do I get my own room? No. Do you buy me food? Nope. Got TV? Yes. Internet? Yes. It's spotty at best. Oh. I feel like I should interject here at some <laughs> <laughs> But I'm not going to. <laughs> oh, hey, good to see you. Welcome back. Oh, hey, how, how you doing? Uh, you're my husband, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Didn't recognize a while. you. Yeah, it's been since Tuesday. Wow. As you can see, I've already given birth to and raised a child. Yeah. And let me tell you, the first part was not fun. Hold on a second, Mom. You didn't recognize Dad? You really are a narcissist. <laughs> wow. Son, someday you learn something important about relationships. And that's this. You can leave them. Oh. Anyone spouse, a child, a faith, certain concepts in Western morality, <laughs> uh, the inability to see blood, uh, the fear of just putting your arms or your hands around somebody's neck and just like just choking and choking. Dad, and choking. I feel... Uh, oh, almost done. Choking <laughs> and choking. Uh, dad, 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 oh, dad, yeah, dad. Oh, sorry. Cheryl's recording this whole thing. You don't want to choke mom here. Wait, is it you also don't want to choke mom. Oh, okay, all right. All Listen, right. okay? Like I said, I've been getting therapy at school, which is free, mom, so quit rolling your eyes. I've been getting some therapy at school, and they've been telling me that, like, just because mom's a narcissist, she still has a right to live within her own cracked world, okay, dad? 
Okay. That doesn't mean we have to end her, no matter how frustrating she is. Yeah. But I would request that you take me with you. I gotta say something. For having your mom as your mom, and me as your dad, you are remarkably well-adjusted. <laughs> <laughs> like, just insanely well-adjusted, which is probably a bad way to put that. But really, really well-adjusted. Well, I mean, honestly, I was pretty much raised by the television, and then Cheryl has been a real comfort. Oh, well, I mean, <laughs> she seems like kind of a weird kid, but she's a really good listener. She, gl- she grows on you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, she's literally trying to grow on me right now. Yeah, but it's true. Cheryl. It's, that's actually what she's doing right now. She's trying yeah. to sort of, uh, you know how two cells just kind of come together? Maybe I was watching that in Rewind. The point is, uh, <laughs> she, she's really trying to fuse her identity with yours. Oh, Classic. I mean, it's just like they said in therapy. I've moved from a narcissistic relationship to a codependent relationship. Exactly. <laughs> oh. Oh, man. Hey, uh, Cheryl, we're going to have to develop some sort of boundary, okay? <laughs> I mean, it's just the healthiest thing that can possibly happen is that there's just some sort of separation, so it doesn't kind of wanting, wind up becoming one of those things where it's not sure where you end and where I begin. I'd say you must be your kid, but he didn't get that from you either. <laughs> Don't you love me anymore? Whoa, whoa, whoa. Cheryl, it's not... Not about love, all right? It's about, it's about independence, okay? We both get to be our own people. If we can separate and then come back together, it's going to be a lot healthier. I want you to go off and have your own adventures. Okay, we can separate together. Mm. Mm. Uh, it's, it's, it's more of like a, a, a clean break. Like a clean, so not stretchy break. I don't want to tell you what to do, but I'm going to make a suggestion. Run. <laughs> That's what I would do in your situation. You know what? It's my birthright. I'm out! <laughs> Scene. And the moral of the story is never trust anyone who's behind your car with fire. <laughs> and fear the sun. <laughs> Thank you very much, folks. That is laying down the law. Hey. Ladies and gentlemen, thank you, thank thank you, you. so much. Uh, let's hear it again for Billy LaCroix! Yay! Woo. Let's hear it for Chris Compton! Let's hear it for Hans Summer! Woo. And behind the scenes, let's hear it for Jeff! Yay! He's the guy who did all the tech stuff. And ladies and gentlemen, let's hear it for the Lyric Hyperion Theater. Thank them for hosting the ledge and for giving us a home uh, to be able to play. Um, there's another show coming up right after this, so we're going to go ahead and clear everybody out. But thank you folks so much for coming out tonight.